right, folks, let's get it going. Sports Insider Radio special day today. We're going to have some fun with John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Brian Blessing with you here in Las Vegas. It's championship week. It is off and rolling. We got basketball on now, breakfast basketball on the West Coast, leading up to the selection show on Sunday. And then next week, we'll have the NCAA tournament. We'll be out and about running all around town. Uh, The Super Bowl's the big boy, but that's a whole lot of talking about a four-hour thing. Uh, The first two days of the NCAA tournament are flat out as good as it gets here in Las Vegas. Without further ado, SportsInsiderRadio.com, 1-800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Let's say hi to the boys. SportsInsiderRadio.com, I can see him. I can see him in his fancy war room. I don't see the big bottle of Perrier yet or the, the jug of coffee, but John and Mike are here. Where's the big drink? I just moved it over. All right. You sound very, so, uh, very... Oh, you might want to turn your volume down on your laptop because I can hear me through your laptop. Yeah, well, uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, um, yes, we're getting very excited for everything. But, you know, it's funny. Everybody gets worried, you know, Selection Sunday. And from a betting point of view, today is just as relevant as Sunday. Yesterday was just as relevant. I had this whole conversation with a client. He was asking me, when do I consider March Madness actually starting i said well you know when you start looking the real term march madness is the brackets but what about all these other conference tournaments what about all these games playing up the street from you in the orleans i mean what about the fact that if there's an opportunity it's already i said to him it's march 5th yesterday it's march madness as far as i'm concerned i don't need to wait till selection sunday it's now (laughs) that kind of sums it up michael how you doing today kiddo no, I'm doing good, and I, I, every week I, I make it a purpose to to let you know about what's in the world of John. He's always oh. introducing something new. This, oh boy. Today, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. He was at yoga, at hot yoga, for an hour earlier this morning. He actually looks like a, a real yogi. I can only imagine what he looks like. No shirt on, sweating. He's he's doing the my, woosah. All right, are you, explain it to me. And I my my lovely betrothed does the hot yoga thing every, I mean every day every every day uh I don't get it I mean what what is it about hot yoga uh that that what does it do for you well first of all if you're the only man in a room with about 20 women that's a benefit in itself okay um, there you go there you go. The second thing is you, you need the flexibility. You know, I'm, I'm 45. I'm not a spring chicken, and I'm a cyclist. So you got to loosen up the legs. But it is funny because I didn't realize about the beard till I walked in there. Everybody was giving me like I'm supposed to be a pro. I said, this is my first class. Oh, they're looking at you just, but just because of the beard? They think you're a right, yoga right. expert? Like a, exactly. Like you're what, a, a Tibetan <laughs> monk or something? Exactly. I said, this is the first class I've ever taken in my life. So how, how did you get the show on the road? Because I'm going on the radio live. Go ahead. How, how did you come out of it? They were like, you know, they were trying to put me in positions that my body doesn't really normally do. So let's just put it this way: I'm glad that I'm on the show with you right now. <laughs> oh man! Well, you you survived. I survived. So anyway, you know, let's talk about the fact that there's so many opportunities, and just because, and I said this last week, I'm going to say it again. If you're listening. Just because there's morning basketball or afternoon basketball for us doesn't mean you should just play for the sake of playing. I mean, you're trying to be a sports insider. The name of the show is Sports Insider Radio, which means you want to play when you have an edge. And let me and, let me let me jump in here and just just so you know, and, and I you're so right in what you're saying. But on the way to the studio today, I stopped over at the Sun Coast. And okay. so I'm in there, and I walk up to uh, one of the supervisors, Veronica. She's real nice. And how's your morning going? She goes, it was a circus act. She goes, I mean, it was like, it was, you know, it was quiet. You could shoot a cannon off. You know, it's a Tuesday. There's not much horse racing. But she said about, uh, you know, whatever, two hours ago, she said it was a zoo with everybody running in there to bet the first game, the Georgia Tech-BC game. Well, I knew you were going to say that. Exactly. Because, I mean, think about it. It's nine oh five start. For you guys, I mean, if you want action, there's nothing greater. And then you got 
the Pittsburgh Notre Dame game, which will start while we're on the air in 15 minutes. Yeah, and uh, you know. The re- and then you got Montana State, North Dakota. You got all these early games. And look, the reality is, is does the guy running in there betting that game betting it because he's excited and or he has an edge, or is it just he wants to have some action? You know. And again, like, that's fine if you want to have the action. It's discretionary income, and you want to throw it away. But most people that are going to listen to this radio show live or archived online at Sports Insider Radio, they're looking to treat their betting as a business. And sometimes the best bet you make is the one you don't make and that means you know wait till halftime wait you know have patience this game they were up like 20 points to boston college game there's 50 seconds left in the game and now it's an eight point game so reality is the line was closed at three you know these are games that for me if i had info on the first game or the line should be different than what it was and i had an edge i would play it but i'm you're right i'm not running in there i'll be sitting with you this time next week in studio live There'll be a lot more reasons to run into the casinos and bet the games, but the reality is, like I said, you know, I was there with you, watched the Super Bowl with you. I understand everybody betting the Super Bowl for Super Bowl's sake, but there's just too many games. Unless you really have a strategy, you're not, you can't come out ahead, I don't think, if you're going to bet every game on the board just because they're starting early in the morning. And Mike, th- these are wonderful opportunities because uh, we know one thing. Everybody is highly motivated in these conference tournament games because their backs are against the wall. I mean, these are elimination games. Well, that, and, and I don't know if you know this, Brian, but today is Maryland Day in the college basketball world. We have why, three why is, why is that? local teams playing. we got Coppin State, UMBC, which is about five minutes from our office, and as well, the last one, we got Coppin State. And you got Maryland Baltimore County against Harford. And then, um, which is also, there's a line on And Howard. Team. And Howard. And the, truthfully, you got the D.C. team, Morgan State, against South Carolina State. So, you, I mean, if you add the D.C. teams, and you got a whole board of games, you know, that, that again, you know, they're on ASP. And do you realize being in, we are broadcasting from Baltimore County. So I'm going to say it again, Brian. We are in the county of Baltimore, Baltimore County. And game number 550 you know, if you actually went to the sports book and watched how many people would have a wager on that game, why? Because it's on ESPN three. Not they don't. You ask them where Baltimore County is, they wouldn't even have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what's the temperature these days? I mean, it's we're supposed to. Schools are probably going to be closed tomorrow. It's sixty degrees now, but we're actually supposed to get a snowstorm this. Oh, evening. that's right. It got another, another north. How bad was that last one? It was pretty bad. Really? Man, you guys... They're for freezing, freezing ice. Had nothing to do with snow. They just freeze everybody out. We only had 45-mile-an-hour winds. And Judy over here... Judy, you got your electricity back? <laughs> oh, you have the power she out? got it back. Does Judy... So, by the way... 137,000 people without power in this area. By the way, um, you were John Claus at the holidays. What you got? What'd you get her? A new iPad? You got her... You got her her own no, mini a, Ma- a Mac, a new Mac, um, Apple Mac computer, and, and so the well, all right. She know how to use it now. She does. She Good. knows how to spend money in the App Store on it now too. Yeah, I mean, did, that's just, a whole just, we'll we'll dive back in here, but just out of curiosity, uh, when's the last time? Because when you come in studio, uh, it's beyond belief. You've got the. You've got the little stand. I'm going to pan around. Got, I'm going to pan around for you. Yeah, you got phones, right. phones on ledges, probably three computers. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I know you're aiming stuff at me, and I, you know. So, when's the last time you went to an electronics store, and and what was your last acquisition? I try to stay out of them. That's the answer. I because then I'll have upgrade items. But I will say to you this: if you're interested in making money. I find the 64 brackets to be more of a fanfare event because, again, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't really find the value. A lot of those games are second-half wagers for us. You know, I don't really, you don't really see these blowouts. If anything, you've got to march to the dog side. You've got a lot of people that are trying to do the systems where they take the five against the 12 seed, and they do real well every year with the dogs. But people get so pumped and motivated, and I understand it's a big marketing engine, but when you're looking at the games on a daily basis, like today, my group so far made two plays that I deal with, and they're both in the NBA, trying to get the best number. So while everybody's hyper-focused on their breakfast 
basketball, my guys who are in Nevada, they already marched in and bet two NBA games tonight to beat the number. You know, you're the only That's person. That's the difference between winning. You're the only person. Uh, you're going to throw this to Mike. He's the only person I've ever known to use those words in a sentence, and it sounds good every time he says it, the, the hyper-focused thing. He's the only guy I've ever, I mean, I've ever. Maybe I'm hyper-focused. Maybe, you know what it well, is? You, Maybe no, I'm you, hyper-focused. No, you kind, you might have coined coined a thing, a saying. I mean, it, I mean, you, you kind of, you know, it's a go-to thing, but it, it works. I've never heard that before. I just, I'm yeah, yeah, and you know what kudos else kudos your way. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know what else works? The fact that it's that we are looking at games like Long Island and Wagner. I mean, don't you have an opinion on that, Cam Brian? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ah, that's funny. Well, I, don't say it on the air. We'll, well talk about well, it off the air. You know, yeah, no. I, of, of all the games, that is actually one of them. <laughs> well, you know, though, and funny the, you the brought thing that what I know. I'm, I'm sure, but you know, you're you're look, you're a pro. You're not a you're not a square. And what I'm saying is, everybody would rather be seeing right now Duke and North Carolina and Michigan. And you know, I guarantee you, if you look at the handle breakdown of these games today, you're gonna, the biggest handle will be game the Wake Forest Syracuse game. Beside hey, the first game. Hey, by the way, I just wanted to throw this out there for anybody driving around listening. Uh, had a little technical deal happening and uh, thumbs up jobs well done by the engineers they got the live streaming back yep. up and working at kshp.com so if you're out and about and you're heading into the office uh, you can still listen to us uh, on the old interweb right and you can also go to sports insider radio and click the red link that says live every wednesday even though it's tuesday yeah thank and you, you can hear us live you, right now. I, I wanted and by the way uh you are very gracious i want to thank you um, we have a condensed week. They're doing the big marathon shows here this week. So I'll be doing a, a remote tomorrow over at Sunset Station. And you were kind enough uh, to move the show to today. And I wanted to thank you and our buddy Mike for uh, being a little flexible. I appreciate that. It was a big help for me. I thank you. Well, considering I just left yoga, how can I not be flexible? Yeah, there you go. See, it was a theme. We, 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 it was a theme. It was a theme. But listen, I want to know how many games did you actually attend at the Orleans, and do you think the handle was increased in the games that were played in Las Vegas thus far? I will say this to you: I did not go uh, the championship games tonight, Gonzaga and BYU. I I did not make it to a number of events uh, that were we had the car race this weekend, uh, and we had the uh, the basketball tournament. You got the Mountain West. You know what? I, you're a you're a pretty creative guy. Is there any way you can find a few extra hours, create a few extra hours in a day? It would be very helpful for me. Absolutely, it's a very simple solution. Michael will tell you. Oh, the, the answer is don't sleep. Yeah, well, well, I'm working. I'm 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 heading down that road. No, no, I I just I could not uh, get to them. But I will say to you, having gone many times in the past this was a shock to the system for them over at the Orleans BYU pulling that upset off over St. Mary's and it's like an annual right of spring championship why you want to rub it in the mic why you Mike he's rubbing the Lawson Mike he was uh, he was Catholic last night he was in Maryland praying for St. Mary's but I think they left they, they, they left everything at the door well, he, 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 he certainly wasn't Mormon because BYU got the win Man, unbelievable! Uh, you know, but again, that's the whole value of uh, look. It's upsets. You know, we don't have seeds yet, five and twelve and all that stuff. But look, you know, I hate to say it because I expect those upsets to happen more times than not, and I feel like a square when I lose. But you have to go with the number. The number was right. It was five and a half. We really made the number like seven on the game. So if we could get below seven, we're going to take St. Mary's. And so, you know, we lost. It is what it is. But you, like you said, you know, the sports books love that because it's like you don't want to see, you know, the fav- every favorite that's supposed to win-win. Otherwise, it would, there wouldn't be an edge. I mean, the edge is in trying to find out where the lines are off. And like today, for instance, you go into this game, the line is nine and a half. Mike also um, had Gonzaga. Would you have Gonzaga, Mike? Yeah, Gonzaga Northeastern. Northeastern. And St. Mary's yesterday. And St. Mary's. So you were on Gonzaga. What was that line on the Gonzaga game yesterday? Nine. So it's the same line again tonight? That's correct. So, you know, again, I go back to the overvalued nature, which is they're going to they're gonna push this line 
I, I'm okay. sorry. Yet last night was 13. Right. Tonight, today is none. So, you know, I... Now, the one thing, BYU, me, BYU doesn't... Now, I would say this. There'll be more BYU fans there. If it were Gonzaga and St. Mary's, there'd be 5,000 Zags fans there and 500 St. Mary's fans. But BYU has a very big following. That will be, I would think, a I mean, ra- raucous think atmosphere it. tonight. Think about it. When you get on the... Uh, when you get on the 15 or whatever, it says to Salt Lake City. It's not that far away. Yeah. You know, people... I, I hate that. i got to be honest with you. I hate, I mean, driving around here, and you would know this better than anybody. I mean, you're here uh, at least once a month, and you know your way around. But I mean, to this yeah. day, living here, I mean, it, it is so simple that you, you just know where the strip is. And you know where you are, and you know east from west, north, you know, north, south. And, but you just play everything off the strip from the whole valley because you can see it from everywhere. But the one thing that drives me insane to this day driving around here, when you're driving, all of a sudden you get the last-minute maneuver, and it says Los Angeles or Reno. It's like, could you possibly just tell me about where something close to me is? And I'm always doing, yeah, like a, I'm always doing a double take. I'm like, come on, man. I'm an idiot. Help me hey. out here. You go to Summerlin, you're going to Salt Lake City. I mean, yeah, I exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm always, I'm always looking at it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Summerlin, and I'm like, huh? What? what? I'm confused. Exactly. But I will say, let's not forget about the international soccer and the fact that there's still many opportunities we've been taking advantage of for clients that have access to the lines and are interested. And, you know, we're still doing, like I said last week, a lot of our playing is to beat the number the night before. And listen, when you think lines don't make a difference, they make a difference. So two two games, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember which teams they were, but we literally won by a half a point. Where I don't like to buy half a points, but I also don't like to lose by half a points. So, you know, you have to understand, if you're listening to this show and you're betting the first game, Boston College, a favorite, which just won by 10, the game's final, and you're not making your wagers on the sec- second, third, fourth, fifth game you are looking at because you want to see how you do on the first game. This is where you'll always usually get the bet the worst number, as opposed to going in and maybe betting that 9 o'clock game this morning at 8.30, but then also betting the, the, the 8 o'clock at night game because you know you're going to get the better number. And so if you're really doing it based on, on the line, not the game, you sh- I don't think... You should be running in and out of the book unless it's a cash flow issue and you're betting too high a percentage of your bankroll. And that's where when you call us, we don't just give you selections. We teach you how to manage your money, manage your bankroll. Because, you know, Brian, what I deal with is we give guys more winners and losers, hopefully, with the money management aspect, not the win-loss aspect a lot of times. And they find a way to lose because they can't get out of their own way or play that Hawaii game late at night just because... It's on. It's the you know it's the nine o'clock game where you live in Vegas. It's the midnight game here, and then oh well you know what Hawaii's playing. I'm going to go run in and play Hawaii. I've seen more guys blow themselves up on these late games out of boredom and entertainment instead of going to the Palms and just going to the movie theater like I do. That's what I do, Brian. I bet. And then I roll over to the Palms and go to the IMAX. <laughs> you, really? You just said, let me know what happened. Uh, that's great. Let me know what happened. Hey, uh, Mike, you guys are so knee-deep into the second-half wagering aspect of things with this these conference tournaments. Um, boy, I mean, they're, they're just a, t- a ton of opportunities. Again, we say on the way into games, teams are motivated because they're elimination games. Uh, but clearly, the second-half wagers, pending what happened in the first half, there, there's ways to get after it. Well, yesterday, my guys were on a rare total play. It was the under 75 and a half, and I'll break this down for you on there since we have the time. What we do is we take the total, and I'm not saying this works for everybody. Mike's looking at me like, don't give it away, don't give it away. Um, and you take the total and you divide it by two. So you, you're, you know, you're looking at the San Diego, the South, what was it, the South Dakota game yesterday, Mike? Right, South Dakota, Denver. Okay, so the, the total, Brian, is 140, and it really... So you just know right there, you gotta you gotta divide that by two, and you know that it's seventy points a half. So if you're gonna get the right line in the second half, you you should be around seventy. And so what happens? They scored a, not a lot of points in the first half. It was actually like a blowout. It was like forty-two to twenty-seven. South Dakota State was rocking and rolling, and then they make the number seventy-five and a half in the second half. The value. 
we're making a value play. We know we should be under 70. Now, we're getting the, the, five the, and a half. The, the, the one thing I would throw into the equation, though, so clearly second, second half gets jacked up because at the end of the first half, they're not fouling anybody. At the end of the game, to shorten the game or, or to extend the game, uh, you know, in the last minute, you can, you know, you can get 10 foul shots. Yeah, I agree. Unless with it's a blowout. Unless, unless it's a Exactly. I, the, it, so it, when it, I see and a that, and that factors into your game, thought. So right. So when I see a 20-point game yesterday right. at half, and they're going to jack the total up five and a half points, I got to go with the under. Well, here's what happened. I, I My guys on my apps in Vegas told me we're hitting the under at 75 and a half, minus 110. They, all of a sudden, it was minus 120 because all the sharp guys realized the value in that play was to take the under, and the line was jacked because it was a blowout. And, of course, the game went easily under the posted number. But these are the things that it's not like a lot of people think when you're doing halftime wagering, you, you and I both know the real deal because you text me two, three minutes before a game goes in the half, especially in college football season. We're actually laying the groundwork of a potential second-half play at, before the game goes into half, maybe two, three, four, five minutes. So it's not like we're just sitting there waiting like, oh, game's well, in halftime. Do and, we have I, a bet? And I would throw a generic – well, I, you know, I think a, it is a generic thing. But I think it, it, it would be, um, if you're spot on with your opinion, that the opportunity exists. If you're playing a game under, you sit there and root – like a nut bar, that it is a low-scoring first half, extremely low. And then you can come back and play the over in the second half and get yourself some opportunities with a 12, 13, 14-point middle and be able to score the dough twice. Right, all all the time. And and uh, we do that. We, we, we do that. But I will say that in terms of my whole thing is looking at these lines and figuring out how far off the line. And let's say they would have made that line 69 instead of 75. Then I would have taken the over. So I'm a mercenary because I'm betting based upon uh, what the line where I'm getting value in the line. I know you hate that word, but it's I'm looking at like stocks. If the stock is prices to my advantage, I'm going to obviously want to bet more on the game. And this is why a lot of people don't have patience and can't wait and they just make this assumption that just because a favorite is down at the half, they're going to they're gonna bet the favorite in the second half. And the reality is is that sometimes the, there's more value on the totals. I know you're a total guy, but I will say to you, we've been looking at underdogs, and I will say that in college basketball, again, not to give too much away, if you love a dog in a game, if you love the dog and you're looking to play that dog plus 10, plus 7, plus 8, you're a fool if you're not putting a piece on the first half. Because more times than not, the dog will be winning the half, like you said, and the good team will bounce in the second half. So what I've done is I've been I've I've insulated a lot of risk by betting the first half plus nine, and then the game itself is only fifteen. So I'm actually, if you take that first half line and you divide it by two, it's revert. It's the verse. If that line is let's say fourteen points, and Kenny discusses this as well. A lot of that line is not plus seven in the first half. That line is usually plus nine. You're almost getting so the where they jack the total up in the second half, they're jacking the dog up in the first half. So your value is to actually get that dog because a lot of times that good team is just going to hang around, not care, rock and roll. If you look at the loyal, uh, was it Loyola Maryland yesterday, uh, uh, Mike? It was What's that uh, plus twelve points. So there was some Maryland team plus twelve points. Maryland Eastern Shore, right, right, plus twelve points. Brian and they were losing by ten in the first half and didn't cover the second half. And so I had clients texting me because we were on that game. I had clients texting me on the plus twelve at halftime, going, "Should I, should I, should I hedge my wager and assume I'm going to lose my wager?" And I said, "Absolutely not. Just don't do anything or bet the dog in the second half again." Because what happens is the reverse scenario happens. The favorite is up by 10. And you're the, if you're laying 12, you're feeling pretty good at half. Guess what, Brian? Final score in the second half was 41-41. <laughs> so, that, so what happens is 
they the dog covers the first half, the dog covers the second half. It was a very low scoring first half, and then they put up eighty two in the second half, which is exactly what you originally said. If you would have had that under in the first half, you had to have been nuts not to take the over in the second half, and they blew the number like by twenty points away. So there's a lot of different exotic stuff that's not as exotic as playing parlays and playing if and reverses and playing teasers. You can get exotic with just the first half, the second half in the game. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Check it out. 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. we got uh, John and Mike on the hopper. And uh, this is going to be a wild weekend, but there's just so many opportunities on the board with the NBA uh, the NHL in the home stretch of the regular season, the postseason about to begin. Um, it's it's craziness. And I, did you guys? I know the answer to this. I, no, you know what? I'll, I'll say I think I'm good here. Uh, guaranteed, John. No, guaranteed. Mike. Yes, watched some portion of the NFL Combine. Definitely, you you got me pegged like a dog. You know, I'm I'm embarrassed to say this, Brian, but you're wrong for once. You didn't I did watch, not any, watch of any of it. Whoa! I it saw wrong with the Johnny. only thing I saw was I saw uh, basically two clips on Facebook. One guy that benched 22 reps on bench press with one hand. <laughs> That's John. <laughs> he had a he had a prosthetic for the other hand, and then uh, then there's White Lightning. There's a gentleman. Oh, the kid um, from Penn State. Yeah, the cornerback. No, it wasn't the kid from Penn State. It was a kid from um, God. I there was a kid from Penn State ran a four. I think he ran a four three five. He's a safety from. Might Penn have, he State. was a cornerback. He's I, a safety. I don't yeah. know exactly. I think it might have been Utah, but I could be wrong. Yeah. All right. Okay. Got to fact check it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let's talk about last week. Yeah. I gave out two winners on the air. I said Xavier would be too high. The line was plus eleven. They lost. They won the game by ten. I said they pump up the the teams that are covering very well against the spread. So what happens is, and then I said to you, nobody should ever lay 300 or even the run line. The value is taking the dog. And I said Buffalo would win the game. And you texted me after the game. I have it right here. You're right. Buffalo wins. And I go back to, to me, it's just like, you know what? Even if you win 40 or 30% of those wagers, you're going to make money, don't it? Well, no, that's exactly right. I mean, I, it, like we, we always talk about, and I know spring training's up and running, and you guys are big baseball guys. We can talk more about Baltimore's baseball. up three to two. See, you, and, I knew it. You know, and, and I, Boston. You know, and, but, and you but love the, the dogs. Are up plus one seven. See, here's the thing: you look at the Grapefruit League, and it, it amazes me that they allow you to wager. I realize the limits are lower, but if you look, people know that know me know I'm obsessed with baseball as a betting opportunity, not as a fan, and. um Toronto Blue Jays open up at one thirty today. They close at seventy cents on the on the aggregate of all the numbers at every place, right? So why 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 would a line move forty cents in the Grapefruit League on the favorite side? So I look at that, I go, and I didn't play the game. But by the way, I told you about the Detroit game last week. So I had three. We were talking about three in-game live wagers that all happened to win. And I have clients that text me after the radio show, and they go, "Man, you didn't give me Detroit. They were plus two twenty. You didn't give me Buffalo. They were plus three hundred. I go, "No, no, no. I was making a point of value. I wasn't actually touting selections." Of course, if I talk about something on the radio, the odds are that's what's going to happen. But when you when you look at these games, there's no reason why I, I still maybe you know the answer. I don't. Why would you lay one seventy on any grapefruit game? I I wouldn't play a grapefruit game. Well, you could take the dog and just think that, like you said, they're play, having batting practice. I'll tell they're, you what, Brian. If you if John was playing the Grapefruit League yesterday. He would have went zero and nine because nine and zero with favorites yesterday. Right. I'm I'm a very aware of that. But again, you're running those short term numbers instead of those long term numbers. Of course, I had a guy text me last night. He goes, "You know, I took your advice and I bet all the all the dogs." I said, "Nobody gave you that advice. That was free general advice. You have to be very careful. Everybody's always looking to take anything you say and turn it into a selection, Brian." Ain't that always? the way boys and we are excited to be with you sportsinsiderradio.com and the number is 
800-209-1679. We're going to step aside and we're coming back. We got baseball, we got hockey, we got hoops, we got a lot on the docket for you. It's a great time of year in Las Vegas. Syndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Here we go. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Heading to the top of the hour. And you can check in with the guys. 800 209 1679 800-209-1679. Let's get it back to our friends John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Basking in the warmth of Baltimore. And that's usually well, you know what? That's the beginning wanna, of the end, right? I'm gonna it's the beginning of the end, but I want to say this to you. Last week when I gave everybody Providence for free on the radio, what I said is they overvalue the teams that have the best against record against the spread. So do you know what the number two team in, out of the rankings of the top teams against the spread in college basketball, do you know what the number two spot, who holds the number two spot? I would love for you to tell me. <laughs> Game number 537, South Dakota holds the number two spot. They're 18-7-2 and seven and two against the spread. And they're twenty six and seven straight up. So that line games on ESPN. Yep. And that line is right now one minus one fifteen. But what you have to understand is that here's the the thing: they're eighteen and seven against the spread. But what you know, what's not listed? No. South Dakota State is eighteen and uh-huh. six against the spread. By the way, that should be with a tournament bid on the line. Uh, you would think that would be one unbelievable atmosphere well, for a basketball game. Well, so listen, South Dakota straight up is twenty six and seven. South Dakota State straight up is twenty seven and six. So, when, the fact that they're putting, why are they not making the game pick them? Why are they making the game one? They're making the game one because they are crushing it against the spread and that is what is inflates the number people go inflating a number from pick to one yeah because what happens when they win by one 
you push. Mm-hmm. So it is a big difference when the game lands on a one-point game. So these teams are basically like mirrored parallel of, e- of each other. When I'm looking at all the stats here, I mean almost the same percentage field goal per game. One team's free throw percentage is 70.4.9%. The other one is 75.8%. Three-point shotting, three-point shots, 36% versus 39%. Field goal percentage, 40% versus 41%. Why am I laying anything in any of those games? So, if you're listening, take the dog or don't play the game. A man there with you a, go. A man with a plan. Mike's looking at me like I'm out of my mind. Every uh, you know, but, week. No, but he's not. He's probably watching Bundesliga or something. What do you, what do you something doing? like that. We got Champions League today. Okay. Champions. The best of the best. But, uh, by the way, just since we have the, the format, the number one team against the spread, Brian, is Nebraska. They're twenty-two and eight against the spread, and twenty-two and ten straight up. And Canisius, team you like to follow, yeah, no they more. are the number. They're number. <laughs> they're the number third spot, twenty and nine and one against the spread, twenty-one and eleven straight up. Followed by Michigan, twenty-two and eleven, twenty-eight and seven straight up, and William and Mary, eighteen and eight, nineteen and twelve straight up. Now the thing is. When you look at the against the spread records, when that's the business we're in, we're looking to bet on on the dog or the favorite. How many of these teams would you actually do you think the average client is going to watch on TV? Nebraska and Michigan, that's it. The other three, South Dakota, Canisius, Michigan, excuse me, I mean not Michigan, um, William and Mary, these are what I would call like sub, sub, you know, they're not really monitored in the general public and that's where the wise guys hone in on looking at these sharp plays of should I go on, should I go against, is it inflated, underflated, when you're playing Xavier last week and you're laying 11 really the odds are you know the team's going to win, the question is are they going to cover and so you're sitting there shaking your head at the end of the game when they win that game by 10 and you're laying 11 and I go back to why were they laying 11 and not laying 9, they were laying 11 because they were the number 2 team against the spread out of all college basketball games, they're going to inflate the number. And that's a, I would that's a great. That, that's a great point. And, and you know, when when those streaks, you know, and we see we've seen that to the point of stupidity here uh, with the right. hockey team, where the futures are you know just so out of whack. But so out of whack. But but the you know even individual player indexes. Uh, some a guy to score a goal. Started the season plus two twenty plus two dollars is now down to plus a dollar sixty. You know, in all facets of it, the odds makers have made an adjustment. So, I mean, even on something like that. So, like you're saying, if this team's got this raucous spread record, the numbers inflated out of the gate. Out of the gate, and that could be the difference between pick and one. Now, it'll be funny tomorrow if the game lands on one, but the the reality is, is that. People don't put enough emphasis into a half a point or a point inflated number and don't realize it. We realize it because we're in the game daily. You're in the game. I'm in the game. Mike's in the game. But, you know, everybody wants a 30-point blowout. Everybody wants a game that wins by 15, and the spread is never in doubt. But we we know better that most of the games, you you know, it comes down to fortunes are won and lost by that half a point or that point. Obviously in hockey and obviously in, in, um, in the NHL, in MLB, we don't have to worry about that. But I go back to if you're sticking with the NBA playoffs through the NBA finals, you got a lot more basketball to go, even though we're coming to the end with, with college basketball and we're getting into the MLB. You got to look at value and you got to look at inflated numbers and you got to try to see can I, do I want to be the guy that's laying 11 on Xavier when reality is Kenny might have made a number on that or one of our other line makers put it at nine. And a lot of guys that are not public betters and can't, don't do this for a living, they will lay the 11 and not act like it doesn't matter. And I, the, the point of me driving this home and then I'm done, we'll move on to other things, which is I'm going to let you and Mike discuss who do you think is going to actually win it all. We don't have to go through the whole 64 bracket, but who's the final four? I'm sure you're very opinionated on you got four teams. Mike's opinionated. But know your number on a game, and now I'm going to ask both of you. Who do you guys over, you know, the Buffalo Wings that I'll eat for you, Mike, next week um, in Vegas? Sorry. Um, you know, who do you think is going to be in the Final Four, Brian, and then Mike? Oh, oh, oh I'll okay. go ahead, Brian. I get, thank you. I get to go first. I don't know yet. 
<laughs> How's that for an answer? Well, you got to have you got to have a. I I, I I would always. You're leave. one of the most opinionated people I know when it comes to this. I, You've I, got opinions. I, I will. I will. I will say this to you that I am a very big proponent of coaches uh, in this event. And Izzo is always about peaking at the right time. I think the folks from Michigan could have a, a good time here. With Michigan State, I'm a big backer of John Beeline, and Michigan's peaking at the right time. I, I could take a long, hard look at either of those two. Uh, I'd like to see the brackets and the regions, but I, I'd, I'd use those guys as kind of a starting point, Mike. Well, yeah, and I, I agree with all those. I mean, year after year, um, Michigan State pretty much averaged making it to the Final Four, not last year or the year before, but every other year they were in the Final Four. So it, it comes down to coaching, and the teams get hot at the right time. I really This year I really like Virginia. I love Tony Bennett. I think he's a great coach. They're the best defensive team in the league. They have good guard play, and they can rebound, and that's what you need guard play in the tournament. So Virginia, obviously they're a top contender, but looking at a little of a dark horse and seeing somebody that has a shot to get there, I'm on the same page with Michigan. I think they're hot at the right time. They've beat really good teams this year. No fun if you guys agree. Well, well but that's just, just that's some boy stuff. Come on. My dark horse going into it is going to be Xavier. That's and even though they're going to be ranked pretty high, they're going to be a one or two seed. Prospectively, they've never really made it that far. They've always they they came close about five six years ago, maybe eight years ago. You're saying Xavier but, uh, Xavier's the new Gonzaga. They're the new Gonzaga. I think they have it all. Even Gonzaga this year, they're they're they've been playing under under the radar in terms of they don't have the high competition, so their record is always good. But that kid Azabuki is incredible. He's going to be a top lottery pick. And again, they have really solid guard play. They're very well coached, and they have a shot. Just like any, I think this year is the one year where they're not. You know, they don't have as much hype where there's a lot of better teams out there. So they could sneak in as a two or three seed that could definitely do some damage. And, and, and so let, let me just, I was doing some research because that's what I do when you guys are talking. Brian, another thing I would tell people with these little schools and these little non, you know, these little tournaments like today's a perfect example. When you're looking at it, you really want to shy away from betting teams that normally don't have a spread on them. I mean, hear what I just said. You want to shy away from betting and being even involved in an event where there's no spread. So if you look at the Harford-Maryland-Baltimore County matchup, each team has played 32 games. Right, Brian? Guess what? They've had a spread on on them, both teams, three times. Is that right? You're talking about... So these teams aren't... The number doesn't even matter. It's like... Where, where, why there was there even three games where there was a spread? So people don't realize this far into the season they see a line on a game on a board and they oh, but you look at Harford, they're three and zero against the spread. Maryland, Baltimore County's two and one against the spread. That's the game where it's a, I call it a throwaway. There's no, you have no the win loss record has nothing to do with the against the spread record. There's not enough data to even make an accurate decision. So when I see that line go from five to four, I go, why is that line moving? Oh, it's moving because everybody went to the internet and saw that Harford's three and zero against the spread, and they're getting four. But these are things that are, you, I oversimplify, but really sometimes it's that simple to basically say, why wouldn't you wait till halftime to bet that game to see if there's a lopsided score, and then go for a bounce back of the team the other way? Hey, I want to spend a couple minutes with you guys on the NBA, and uh, you know, I know in baseball you ride those streaks. Uh, John, you've done a great job of identifying those early and, of course, finding the dogs. Uh, I would look at the, the Western Conference. Yeah, of course, the spread's the great equalizer, but Houston's 115, Golden State's 1-5, Portland's 1-7 in a row, New Orleans' 1-8 in a row. Um, and, Mike, I, I would throw this at you. As we watch the final 20 games, I would look from the motivation aspect of it where you know, it's not like hockey where just get in and you got a shot. An eight can beat a one. In the NBA, especially the teams in the East, you're sitting there with Toronto and Boston atop. But, I mean, if I'm sitting there and Philly's the sixth seed and there's a whole hodgepodge of people stacked together there, I'm telling you the last place I want to land in the Eastern Conference is in the six hole and have to play Cleveland in the first round. So you watch these teams from a motivation aspect playing like their hair's on fire to get out of that six hole. Well, I mean, I think it's almost the opposite, Brian. I think Cleveland should be scared, anybody that lands in that sixth spot, to play Philly in the first round. 
as bad as they're playing and with a completely new cohesive unit after the trades, Cleveland's still going to, they're still trying to find their identity. Toronto's the clear number one seed in the East. I think they do have their at least shoulder length about below, you know, above Boston and Cleveland. But do you but think, you do you, West, but, but do you think they have what it takes to win when it matters? No. They haven't proven it yet. So, year after that, year that being said, I mean, I, I, I sit here and stare at it. I would say you're, you're staring at a, probably a Cleveland-Boston Eastern final, but I, I, I think I, gotta, I just got, I got that feeling. You know, Cleveland wants to – everybody wants to kind of poke the bear here a little bit. I, I'd say buyer beware there. I can guarantee you you don't want to bump into Houston or Golden State. I mean, you know, being, being the seventh seed in the West, monster difference – uh, you know, from being the sixth seed in the West. Well, I mean, Houston finally put together a team that could compete with Golden State. I mean, they're playing incredible this year. I mean, with Chris Paul healthy, and that's really what it's going to come down to with Houston is health. Because if he actually stays healthy, that backcourt is unstoppable. They have a really good unit that literally feeds off of you know Harden's you know and basically creation of what he does on every single play and imagination and golden but again golden state they're not really trying to press it they're not looking to be the number one seed they just want to get in the playoffs healthy and just they know when they get there their talent and they've been there before doesn't matter who they play i wouldn't want to play them in any round especially in a seven game series where they clearly have the most talent out of any team even houston but currently right now yes is houston playing better they are, but Golden State, in terms of just getting to the postseason healthy, is really all they care for, because that one year, when they had the record for wins, they had a lot of injuries, and they knew going into the playoffs, they were banged up, even though in that year is when they lost to the Cavs. SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Watch this. John, you got any spring training baseball updates? Uh, yes, uh, Atlanta is plus one seventy <laughs> right now, and they are crushing. They're winning eight to two. And that, I think, let me just double check. I don't want to misspeak. Uh, I'm sorry. The Orioles are winning five to two, plus one forty. The the uh, the Atlanta game is five to one, bottom of the six, plus one seventy. The Detroit Tigers. We talked about them last week. They are plus two. Ten. It must be a Tuesday team. It must be a Tuesday team. They're winning two to one. Who's lying two ten? Like really? I just I got to start betting these dogs. Well, look at the they, number. It went from one forty to two ten. Went from one forty to two, really serious information. But more importantly, more importantly, it's ten to ten tied up with the sixteen point seventeen and a half point favorite Notre Dame against Pittsburgh right now in live action. So, guys, if you're listening and you want that halftime play, you can call the office. We might have some on that game. Uh, it, actually, you're out of the gate. It's a good one. Uh, Pittsburgh in the beginning looked like they couldn't shoot it in the ocean, but all of a sudden, 12-10. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, 17-point dog. It's early. That's, that's the other thing. You know, take a, take a peek at these guys, these barking dogs, certainly in the first half. Uh, you know, they're going to be. That's what we said, yeah. Yeah. Always good stuff, boys. Um, Pittsburgh around the rim and out almost got another three. That's fun. We got basketball all day long. Now, are you watching that as a fan? Oh, me and Mike are laughing. Are we? Are you watching that as a fan? Oh, when you stopped at the Sun Coast, likely, there was a reason. Like likely not. Yeah, just uh, you know, I would have been a fan of that shot going in. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it is it is what it is, kids. That isn't that the beauty exactly. the beauty of this though the the, the day night aspect. So you mean of the only it? reason why you didn't bet the Boston College game is you got there after it started is what you're really telling me. No, I actually no, I I, I left. The, actually, I I thought about it and I didn't, and I was right, and I should have. So ain't that the way? Oh right. Yeah, but it's always easy after they're over, right? Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. So listen, kids. Uh, it's simple, right? They, they they get in there, 800-209-1679, have a chat with the boys. Is that easy? That's it. Call and learn how to win. All right, boys. Always good stuff. And you're going to be uh, joining me a little later on Sportsbook Radio. Uh, we always love you having it. you on each and every Tuesday. Uh, we'll invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679. Fellas, we'll talk soon, and I'll see you next week. 
We're going to go to a hot yoga class, me and you? Uh, I can tell you where one is. <laughs> have a good day, boys. I'll, I'll talk to you in a bit. Yeah, have a good one. Make the call, 1-800-209-1679, 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White, now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com, where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. I'm attorney Adam Cutner. I've been a lifelong fan of the NHL and even played hockey myself in college. The game taught me that you have to be aggressive to score goals and win games. And being aggressive is just as important when I'm representing my clients in their personal injury cases. I work hard to get you the maximum settlement as quickly as possible because winning is everything. If you've been injured in an accident, ask attorney Adam Adam Kuttner, 702-382-0000. That's 382-0000. You're listening to Sports Talk 1400, KSHP, North Las Vegas. Said today, there are clearly abuses in trade of aluminum and steel, but cautioned against sweeping tariffs. House Speaker.